everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We have a special episode for you today. We are talking about some food-related holiday films, two new, one classic that we're going to be looking at. It's going to be really fun. And I thought, who better to bring on for this episode of the podcast but my friend Samantha Ferraro, who has been on the show before. And Samantha, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me again. I I am so excited for this subject. Food and movies is right up my alley. So, And it's a yeah. holiday season. So, <laughs> Now, I'm curious to know about your holiday traditions because you have a, you have a Jewish tradition mm-hmm. and also you know you grew up in Hawaii uh and uh, you have a and you also have you know New York uh, background there you're in California uh in the Pacific Northwest all all these different places that you've lived you've experienced so what is your kind of your traditions for Christmas and and the holiday season I should say Sure. Well, like you said, we celebrate both Hanukkah and Christmas in our family. So we are eating like nonstop. Like as soon as Thanksgiving rolls around, it's right into Hanukkah season usually, and then right into Christmas season. So at the time that you and I are recording this, Hanukkah just ended, I think two nights ago. So we were frying latkes. My mom always uh, fried latkes, which are like those potato, those fried potato pancakes, if you're not too familiar with them. And we do that every single year. And then because I've lived in so many different places, I kind of like to have fun with latkes. So I've done like different vegetables and different toppings. And it's just so much fun. And then once Christmas rolls around, we bake a lot. So I always tend to go towards my my Jewish roots. So I make a lot of Jewish cookies, uh, my favorite called Rugula, which I, I'm sure you've seen. And it's just like a cookie factory. Like it goes from Latka factory to cookie factory <laughs> in our house. And I just kind of take some of the, you know, the Jewish culture traditions that I grew up on and incorporate them throughout the whole holiday season. So whatever yeah. you celebrate, I just, yeah, I just absolutely love it. It's so much fun. That's that's really cool. I have had your cookies before. Remember we did that cookie swap a couple oh years ago? Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was way- oh, We have to do that again. Can we please do yeah. that again? Yeah, that was really fun. I was so proud because I, I had a horrific cookie failure where my sugar cookies just they like melted in the oven. Like it was bad. <laughs> um, so I was pretty dis- depressed. And then I made fudge and it was a huge success. Oh, nice. I was so excited. Oh yeah, I've I've so been proud. I've been on the failure side. It's <laughs> I I was yeah I I've been crying on the kitchen floor once when we melted through the grates. I'm like no, but it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, uh, I know you're not a chocolate person, but uh, but I was I was just like I'm. It, it was success, yay! Yeah, no, it's, it's a such a downer. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's such a downer when you when you go to all the work and then you don't even get to eat the. It's like why did I just go to a bakery? Why did I? Oh yeah, yeah. You you spend all the time and the ingredients. Yeah, yeah I I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> uh, we it's funny you mentioned the latkes because uh, on one of the the Hallmark movies they did a it was called Love Lights Hanukkah, a mm-hmm. Hanukkah film, which was pretty good. And <laughs> one of the one of the characters owns a uh, a restaurant, a deli where they have latkes 
and course. he's he he has like lacca of the day or something he goes like crazy oh, you would think it was really funny and one of his one of his latkes is the chaka latka oh i have seen <laughs> crazy like, latkes i have seen crazy yeah. ones yeah they're they're all like you've gone too far now oh that's so funny <laughs> with chocolate and you're like, oh i've seen it i i wouldn't go i feel like if you could like keep it somewhat traditional uh-huh. I, mean, eh, I, I i would try it though <laughs> you try would try it. the chaka latka I, I, I would try it okay let us know how it goes. <laughs> I will. Uh, yeah, but I remember you did the beat one. Oh, I yeah. I remember seeing that on your blog. Yeah, I just, I get inspired by different root vegetables because really latkes are potatoes and onions, right? And then once you have the base down, you know, to make your mixture, you can just kind of let your imagination go wild, right? Even chocolate. Yeah. So I've done beets and I've done taro. I've done yucca, which fries up so well, plantain, yeah. I mean, you name it. Yeah. Last year, there was a, a movie on Lifetime Channel called Mistletoe and Menorahs that was not very good. Oh, no. But <laughs> the thing is, is that one of the – so the, the main girl was dating this jerk guy and the wrong guy, of course, and then she meets the right guy. And, uh, and she's making him – she makes latkes mm-hmm. if it's just normal potato latkes and he's like i'm not gonna eat this weird you know what i mean i'm gonna eat this and i'm like it's fried potatoes i mean come on yeah you <laughs> like, cannot go really? with potatoes i mean that's that's really pushing you in the food department <laughs> yeah i think everyone loves latkes because it's yeah. fried potato it's literally fried potatoes yeah. With a little onion. I mean, everyone, and you put sour cream on top. Like, how decadent and comforting is that? It's literally the best thing ever. Right. Well, uh, yeah, and we should have, you should tell everybody in case they weren't able to listen to you the last time you came on. Uh, they what tell everybody about your what you do in your blog and everything. Oh, sure. So I have a food blog or food website where I have so many recipes and food photos. And I focus on a lot of Jewish foods and Mediterranean, Italian, Middle Eastern, and so on. So um, you can uh, check out my website. It's littleferrarokitchen.com. And then uh, on my Instagram, yeah, I also have a cookbook. Yeah, Weeknight Mediterranean Kitchen. No latkes in there, but yummy other stuff. (laughs) And then uh, Instagram, I share a lot of uh, our weeknight dinners. So I'm always cooking on there. I show you behind the scenes. We cook together. And my Instagram is at Ferraro Kitchen. Yeah. I think a holiday cookbook could be really interesting for me because I don't think there's that many people that combine all the holidays like you are able to yeah, do. That is actually a good idea. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. That Make me a, like okay, an assistant editor or whatever. I, I, I like this. <laughs> I think we can start planning now for next year. Yes. All right. This is a deal. <laughs> <laughs> great uh, well yeah people will put all the links you all should check out uh her blog and also her cookbook it's awesome samantha's uh really it's a really good cookbook uh, so we're going to talk about uh two of our made for tv movies <laughs> this season and then a classic like i said and we're going to start with cooking up christmas this was on the own channel they they had three holiday films this year on the own channel and these are definitely not on the budget of hallmark channel or lifetime channel so you kind of have to 
Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Take that into account a little bit, I think. Uh, but this uh, this stars Megan Holder and Layman uh, Layman Rucker, and it is it aired on December fifteenth. And the plot is. An Atlanta-based chef gets fired just weeks before Christmas and reluctantly takes a job with a pro baseball player who is a single dad of three and needs a, a live-in chef to get him through the holidays with the kids. So, <laughs> so this movie, I think it had some fun moments. I I like the lead late the lead actress i thought she did a good job she was very with sweet what yeah I, I did like yeah. her as well and uh i i thought there were some nice moments with the kids i felt like the oldest child i think his name was dj he was way too old <laughs> looking oh, to me yeah. I, I i don't know how old the act, actor actually is I, I i didn't check that out but he looked way too old to be this like he's supposed to be like 15 something mm-hmm. yeah he was in high school yeah um i don't know it just it looked weird to me especially yeah. compared to the the other two that actually look like children mm-hmm. so that was weird to me and um it this definitely has some of that like tyler perry-esque melodrama you know that I find kind of entertaining if you like that kind of thing. There's reveals and and uh, and uh, and cattiness and disgraces and you know just that kind of melodrama and who's cheating on who kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and also some like over the tops or slapstick elements is in there, uh, but. Yeah, it also not not the greatest. Um, what was your overall thoughts watching it? Was, this? it was, how blunt can I be on this on this episode? Yeah, no, you can. You absolutely can. Uh, I did not like it at all. So, are we, yeah. can we do spoilers? Is that okay? Or yeah, that- no, this is a recap. So we're so, good. okay. So, so for some reason, the beginning, well, I love the very beginning because it kind of opened up to her working in the restaurant. I was like, oh, this uh-huh. is fun. And of course there were some elements where I was like, okay, that's not real. That's not real. That's a little over dramatized. Um, but you know, when the owner or the owner of the restaurant, like, it's like, you're fired. I'm like, really? That would never happen. <laughs> right. Right. On that. I'm like, okay, get get a grip. And then, um, for some reason, when the family is finally introduced in the movie and there was like the uncle and all the kids, and for some reason, the the, the energy of that character, the uncle, I was like, that's not an uncle. There's something going on there. And it turns yeah, out especially in the movie, because he was supposed to be his like coach. It just like, seemed like, ah. right. It just, it just seemed so, you know, I, you, you can tell what was happening. And yeah. later in the, in the movie, it's um, revealed that he's actually the father. And I was like, I knew it. <laughs> so I just found some of the parts to be a little predictable. Yeah. I mean, I kind of liked it for the over-the-top melodrama that they were going for. But the execution wasn't wasn't the best. Because sometimes these sort of movies, I, I could use a little bit more melodrama. Use a little sure. more, like... I don't know everything. They're so f- afraid to make their characters flawed 
that they uh, sometimes I'm just like we had for instance we had a Christmas Carol version on Hallmark Channel where literally people were begging to work with her like it wasn't a Scrooge at all I'm like come on (laughs) (laughs) come on it's okay to make your characters a little bit unlikable and and then they learn and grow and change and that's okay and so sometimes I embrace the melodrama a little bit and I give them a little bit of a pass for that. What did you think of, uh, of her cooking with his diet and how she was oh, able to kind of, you know, come I, up? Thought, I thought that was really creative. Yeah, I really did because, um, because I feel like we're, we kind of live in that society now where there's a lot of restrictions and, a lot of, uh, you know, different substitutions that we have to do to recipes. And yeah. I thought that she used her creativity and was like really gun ho about just like going for it. And he's like, no pancakes. And she made these like fantastic, you know, gluten-free, yeah. gluten-free, vegan pancakes. I'm like, you know what? Good for you, girl. Like you're showing up. So yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I did too. I liked that too, that she didn't let all those restrictions stop her. She just went forward. Yeah, that was nice, and yeah. uh, and she even I, I would have liked to have tasted those sugar-free cookies because I have very mm-hmm. that's the one I was the most skeptical on. <laughs> I was like, so many, yeah, there's so many like new ingredients nowadays that you can't even tell, mm-hmm. you know, what's you know vegan or gluten-free yeah. or not. So yeah, so good. Well, for the her. gluten-free has gotten that I think exponentially better mm-hmm. uh, since it became trendy uh to be gluten-free uh because my mom's been gluten-free for forever yeah and so i've kind of tasted all the different stuff since because the for a long time anything that was gluten-free was just so heavy Mm -hmm. and there was nothing that was sort of fluffy right yeah i think everybody was still trying to figure out the balance of flowers flowers are not created equal you can't you can't put in like if you put coconut flour in something it's gonna be like a softball yeah it's liquid mm -hmm. and it's it's hard without gluten to make to get that that lightness that that puffiness Mm -hmm. you know that you get in 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 baked goods and so uh so they were pretty bad for a long time but i feel like the last few years that they've gotten a lot better oh yeah and uh, and then with vegan, the thing with when you go vegan, that's so hard because then for baked goods, at least it's it's hard because you don't have the eggs, but they've even gotten much better, I think, with those uh, compared to what they once were. That's for sure. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I liked that. I liked her in general. I, I really I thought she was a an appealing character. Um they I didn't think there was really any chemistry though with her and Donovan, the, the right. boss. I think that's what I was trying to feel out. And I agree yeah. with you. There was no chemistry. It was kind of flat. And I think they were just trying I don't know, they were trying. <laughs> it just wasn't working. Yeah, and she's sort of forced to try to to be cooking under his super rigid diet while also trying to please buck who hired her mm-hmm. and make like southern comfort food and so she's trying to make like fried chicken and and stuff like that fried uh catfish but like do it in the air fryer or 
different yeah. things like that. <laughs> yeah. That's a new phenomenon also is the air fryer. No. That's I've a, never used one myself, but I've seen the... I, uh, yeah, you know, I, I have a, a chef friend and she said it's the same exact thing as a convection setting on an oven. So give that a shot and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love kitchen gadgets. I They're so ridiculous, but I don't know. I just find them so fun. I love... Really? Yeah, I do. I love hey, what's your favorite gadget? Um... Probably my favorite. I mean, I use my toaster a lot, okay. um, if that counts. I but honestly, probably my rice cooker is probably the one I use the oh, most. Me too, I love our rice cooker. Yeah, and it's great because you can put on a a big pot of rice on like a Monday, and then just keep scooping at it all week long, yeah. and you're set. Yeah, and that's funny. You know, every family in Hawaii has a huge rice cooker. Because, so we grew up with rice. <laughs> I love rice. What kind of rice do you usually make? Just depends. You know, it depends. Yeah, we have, I, I think, I don't even know, like five or six different kinds in our cupboard right now. But if we were doing something more Asian inspired, I would just do like a regular sticky rice uh, yeah. with a rice cooker. Or if I'm doing something Mediterranean, uh, it'll be basmati rice, which is like really airy and fluffy. Or jasmine rice if I'm doing something more Indian inspired. I, I even like a, take a scoop of rice, put a little bit of of a, a little bit of sugar or honey, and then a little okay. bit of cinnamon. Oh, like a rice pudding wannabe. Mm. Yeah, it's just kind of like a quick hack, I guess. <laughs> oh, I like that. I'm a more savory person, so I'll always yeah. put like a fried egg on top of it, and I'm good. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be good. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so he's injured and he's, I guess, trying to get back, back to playing again. But then he, they go to the batting cages and she's awesome at it, but he's not doing great and he gets hit again. Um, and then his ex-girlfriend, Siobhan, comes oh my with gosh, his mother. That got me so upset. <laughs> she was so Oof. ridiculous. She was awful. I mean, totally awful, but I don't know. Kind of, I had a little bit of fun with her just because she was so bad. Like, terrible act, terrible acting, terrible everything. (laughs) And then then his mom, you know, is is bringing her there. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, she was, his mom was very selfish. She, she, She was not, not good. And and a terrible listener and and they have this she's like arguing with buck fairly loudly in this house and say you know about i would have told him that you're his father and blah 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 blah. it's like if this was such a big secret you would have this in like a closed room that's not going to echo and throughout the whole house you know like he just walks in and hears him his mom saying this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we did like break the news. I mean, <laughs> we, uh, oh, it just wasn't thought out very well. Yeah. And then Siobhan, she like changes out all the, the decorations. Oh yeah. And... That, was not, that was not, no, that was not nice. No. <laughs> she makes it like a whole, a white tree. And so you might not understand that basically like white Christmas trees or white decorations on a Christmas tree is like symbolic 
of all things bad in Christmas. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting. Because it's like cold and emotionalist and corporate oh. and white and wow. whatever. And, <laughs> and like uh, they had a movie called The Santa Squad and uh, the the girlfriend, uh, the other woman in that movie had decorated with a giant white Christmas tree and it made me laugh because I've always wanted to get a white Christmas tree. And this was like Aww. a white Christmas tree. It was like, I don't know, 10 feet. It was really big. And anyway, and all the kids are kind of, you know, kind of disgusted with it. And, and then as soon as the, the right woman comes in, then they go and get a, a, a tree. They cut down themselves and it's... <laughs> like, like the white is is usually a sign of like sterileness and coldness and oh, anyways no. it makes me laugh <laughs> they were like ah what'd you do with all the decorations yeah that that's you're stepping over some boundaries there <laughs> so uh so uh the mother tries to explain why she hid buck with his father which i didn't really buy i'm like why when do you want because it didn't seem was there I'm yeah, like, why I don't would you want that. him to be part of his child's life like the whole thing seemed weird to me yes i agree it was weird uh so then chloe comes in she saves the day she puts back the decorations she makes good food and <laughs> and that's and that yeah and so then donovan he makes everything right with the kids he gives them the one he get he because the one kid wants doesn't want to be an athlete wants to be uh singing the choir mm-hmm. and all this stuff and the other wants to be in science and so he makes like he promises her a whole science like wing of the house I think <laughs> I was like wow okay he did have and a then, house yeah and then <laughs> uh so he gives these these pretty nice gifts to the kids he announces he's going to retire. And he gives Chloe the lease for a cafe that she'd been wanting that she thought she had missed out on. It turns out he was the one who had gotten it. Yeah, and that was something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got her a restaurant. Like, wow. I give you property for your oh, Christmas. Geez. <laughs> like, I love your pancakes so much. Here's a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's picking up Christmas. I give this one, uh, I'm going to give it two out of five stars. Okay. I'm with you. I give it one. And only like the lead character. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's talk about Christmas on the menu. This is on Lifetime channel. And this one uh stars Kim Shaw and Clayton James and it is Josie a celebrated chef heads home for the holidays and creates a special holiday menu for her mom's new bed and breakfast bistro where she runs into Tanner the famous food critic who panned her old bakery in a review soon a holiday romance begins to blossom between them just in time for Christmas so <laughs> oh this my. movie, um, 
I I think it's certainly better than the other than Cookie Up yes. Christmas. Yeah, and it had its moments. But maybe a part of it is that as a critic, I struggled somewhat with this movie because because it, criticism is definitely the real villain of the film. Would you agree? I agree absolutely. Yeah, yeah she's still mad about that. And that happened like a year <laughs> prior. And she's. Yeah. Oof. She's she's very angry and for and I don't understand why he's apologizing. That she for all intents and purposes wasn't cooking good food. Mm-hmm. It was bad. She even admitted that she was doing all of this stuff to make it appeal to the LA scene and it wasn't her food and wasn't her recipes and so she should be like, "Yeah, I get why you didn't like it." and not you should apologize for writing those things. Yeah, I actually resonated with that because I lived in California for a few yeah. years. So I kind of, you know, I kind of got where she was, you know, coming from because it's so like health focused and add avocado to everything and no fats and no oil. And she just wanted to give you good food. I mean, God bless her. <laughs> I get right. it. Um, and do you think that you could make a red velvet pie? I was confused by that. Like because red, make- red velvet is. It's really I, just- I've never heard of that for a pie. I've only heard it for a cake. Oh, for a cake. You know, I've never made it. I don't bake as much, but um, I'm sure. I'm sure there's some kind of twist to it where it's a chocolate base, but you add a little red food coloring to yeah, make it more just- that red velvet. I guess it'd be like a cream pie. Yeah, it could be like a cream pie. I think so. Maybe like a chocolate but- mousse, maybe. I guess I've never heard of it in a pie. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it. I guess they're trying to show she's like thinking outside the box or whatever. Yeah, but sure. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she is just so upset with this critic. She hates the critic, and it turns out like it's not really his reviews because this lady Pepper, that's kind of his girlfriend slash editor, she like makes his reviews spicy. You know, she turns Literally, up the, Pepper. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Who thought of her character name? Who said, you know, we should give, you know, a food name to someone in the movie. Let's name her Pepper of all the names. Yeah. (laughs) Name her because she's spicy. She's a little spicy one. It's true. It's a little on the nose, I will say. (laughs) But (laughs) um the so yeah, so he ends up going to see her at the uh at the bistro report on the bistro and it was a little confusing like how premeditated that was so he's going there to do a story right but in in the story is supposed to be kind of like kind of a big hit for the readers because he's going to take down this this woman and her brand new bistro like Mm. i don't really like to me it would make sense to take down the like celebrity chef or like, I just don't understand why he was there. Yeah. I, I don't understand that either. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, and then also if he felt, I, there was also a side of me. that felt, is he doing this because he either he feels bad? Cause it seemed like he felt bad about his review, but then he was literally going there to kind of give it a bad review. So it, it it was a little bit, it was a lot confusing, his motivations as a character. I didn't quite mm-hmm. get it. I think he learned too much from Pepper. I think she needed to go away and yeah. let him just do his job. <laughs> but then it seemed like 
he was there because he felt bad but why would you do that if you felt bad because you're going there to make it worse uh <laughs> the situation um so i don't know it was a little bit strange but he ends up there and i was also very confused about nolan as a character this was her high school bff that was there oh, yes like that character did nothing it was only i guess his only purpose was to confuse tanner briefly mm-hmm. but he was just kind of like he was friend zoned from almost the very beginning and for a while i thought is he gonna like get together with her mom that's is what that i be thought <laughs> That is when I so I mean to backtrack right. So they go yeah. to the bed and breakfast in Big Bear Lake, which is up in the mountain in California. And actually, that's where a lot of people go in the winter. They go skiing in the summer. Yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful lakes and everything. And you know, you the you know the character walks in and you see the mom, who's this beautiful you know uh, woman. And then this guy yeah. walks in, and I'm like, okay, it's it's either her husband, like a new husband. Right. Like, what is he doing? Like who? Like he's he's kind of good looking, and um, I just didn't get it. And then there was a line where he said, "Oh, your mom made me promoted me to manager," and I thought, "Oh, okay. So are you the manager of the bed and breakfast, and you're just kind of like there?" Like, <laughs> yeah, I did not understand the purpose of his character because he wasn't really a love interest at all for anyone for our lead character. But yeah, he seemed very chummy with the mom, and I thought. That would be kind of a, an interesting development. I think, like, I think they, they should have um, yeah. done a couple of the movie. Maybe that's <laughs> yeah. in our, our you, fan mom. fiction. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll Good for our you, mom. Christmas you know? on the menu fan fiction. <laughs> I like that. I like that twist better. Yeah. Uh, me too. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I didn't think he should have to apologize for his review. I mean, unless he was dishonest, which it seemed like he was honest. It seemed like the food wasn't good. Mm-hmm. So why should he apologize? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I think the, I, the, also, I think that if Pepper is really altering his reviews, I, I would be very bothered by that as a critic. And I would be very offended by that. I would never allow people to alter my reviews in fact i had an experience like that where where i for an establishment i was writing for that uh that was a religious establishment they didn't like something that i wrote they changed it and they it didn't qualitatively change my review but i still didn't appreciate that they changed my review at all and so I didn't write for them anymore. I don't think it's, I, I would never do that. I would never write for an organization that changed my reviews. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. At least, I mean, yeah. or, or at least let you know and have you approve the changes. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Like if it was, I mean, this was kind of what it was for the, for the situation I had, like if I say I were to swear in a review and the publication didn't want to have that swearing, then I could see that, that kind of a change, you know what I mean? But not the substance of what it is. And that seemed like more of what she was doing, literally changing, adding hyperbole and making it more kind of dramatic Mm -hmm. his review and so that would bother me as a professional critic and 
then we have this whole sort of middle section with Josie and Tanner hanging out. First, she's kind of hiding from him because she doesn't want him to see her getting the candy, which is her surprise ingredient. And uh, <laughs> uh, But then they start hanging out and they end up wet uh, from the sprinklers. Mm-hmm. And so then they end up in matching Christmas pajamas, <laughs> which I, th- I think was the highlight of the film. <laughs> like matching robes. Or yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was good. Uh, and so I have to ask you, are green and red peppers the same? <laughs> you know, they are. Yeah. So she is right. So. When you, it's usually a, a pepper that's green. Like if you were to grow a pepper and you left it on, it'll, you know, turn red eventually. Um, I did think it was funny that, so I, I'm assuming it was more like a greenhouse or something like an atrium. Yeah. That we had on the roof or somewhere. And, and they just like, it looked like they just picked a pepper off the ground. But it was funny because peppers grow on almost like a stalk. Right, <laughs> so yeah. I was like, and like you need you need like you know pliers or or like a little scissor to cut the stem off. Yeah, um, so I, I really funny. I I think bo- like botanically they are the same, but flavor wise, mm-hmm. oh yeah, like, flavor wise they're totally different. Yes, yeah. So I I'm, I'm more on his side than on her side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right, no, I guess more on her side than his side. Right, because she wanted because- the red peppers. Yeah, you want definitely in a quiche, I would say more red pepper, less green Mm -hmm. pepper. Yes. And (laughs) uh, so then this whole crew comes into into the to the hotel uh, with this podcaster named Iris. And she was actually pretty nice when she first came on. A lot of these movies like podcasters are kind of like very suspect. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're a podcaster. Uh, but, But she was she was kind of kind of like a uh, um oh gosh what's his name like a ross um and like a pair she was supposed to be like a priest hill a priest hilton kind of person oh, i felt yes. like right kind of uh you know whatever's Very trendy sh- buzzing and, and trendy yes yeah yeah uh and so then so they have this christmas dinner tasting with christmas sangria i don't drink alcohol well, what do you think of that idea? Are you a fan I of that Christmas sangria? I mean, yeah. if I, I'm trying to remember what, what their menu was, and sangria didn't really flow with anything on the menu because nothing was really Spanish inspired. It was just like right. here's some Christmas sangria. But I did think it was funny that they were calling a lot of their courses or dishes like Christmas this or yeah. Christmas that. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> right. Like this yeah. is my Christmas chicken or whatever. I'm like, what, what does that mean? Like, what's in it? A lot of green and red pepper, I think. <laughs> like, I feel like in these movies, if you add cranberry to anything, that is Christmas. It's Christmas. I agree. Yeah. It's That's so Christmas true. chicken. It has cranberry. Cranberry in it. <laughs> but, so but then we get to the the crime of the the great whipped cream theft my goodness (laughs) that i I was mad when she did Ooh, okay i'm sorry tell everyone well it's just so she has this amazing flavored whipped cream and it's kind of funny to me because the big thing she uses vanilla bean 
in the whipped cream, which I'm just thinking. Uh, yeah. but, I mean, that's I what mean, I do on a Tuesday. Yeah. Like, And and then they end up having to use this, the out of a can, the whipped cream. And it's like the worst day of her life. She's so devastated. <laughs> Which I thought was funny because the scene right before when they were in the kitchen in their matching PJs, the reason they were in the kitchen was because they were they were cooking a quiche and they forgot or something. They overcooked it and it was this burnt mess and they had to recook it. And, they, and she was very like nonchalant about it. She was like, oh, that's okay. I'll just cook it. You know, nothing, like not a care in the world. And I'm thinking yeah. to myself, my goodness, I would show a little, like I would shed one tear maybe. See, I mean, I would be a is, little upset. Yeah. See, this is where though, like I'm talking about the the I wish this these movies had a little more melodrama because in my dream version of this movie, she would have then found Pepper with the whipped cream all over her face, oh, you know, like yes. eating it, scooping it, scooping it, like ah, you know, like that would have if if that this was awesome. on own channel, then that would be that would be that scene and it'd be like, "Oh, Siobhan, you got the whipped cream." Like that <laughs> to me would have been so fun instead she just finds she finds the bowl i guess i guess uh pepper literally ate the whole bowl that was a lot of whipped cream, cream. That was a big yeah. yeah and that would have been so funny i would have laughed that forever I would have laughed. if she <laughs> <laughs> I would have laughed. yeah she found the bowl just in the, like the most random spot it's on like the deck yeah it was just so, like I mean, you know, you can't even bring the bowl in, put it in the sink, wash it or something. You just like yeah. left it there. I just thought that was so interesting. And it, it would be like, Pepper, how could you? Ah, oh, you know. <laughs> you funny. Yeah, that was that was yeah, that was the uh, the climax of the whole movie. <laughs> but then Pepper becomes nice and she feels bad. And so she makes the article nice and everything. And we we uh we find out that she was using the the candies from the town in her recipes, and um, that's her big reveal. And mm-hmm. also the the vanilla bean. The vanilla. Mm-hmm. And so then everybody makes up. She gives she makes a copy of his cook gives him a copy of his cookbook cover mm-hmm. that she designs. How sweet! And he apologizes. And he gives her the candy and the vanilla bean. And they're going to be in love. So, um, yeah. So this one, I give 2.75 stars. <laughs> I do like her. I think Kim Shaw, I think she's funny. I think she uh, she's appealing as an actress. She did one last year, which was a little more bonkers uh, that I enjoyed, called Christmas Scavenger Hunt. Mm. And... <laughs> Uh, I I admit that I partly enjoyed that movie because I had so much fun covering it on the podcast. <laughs> but um, uh, and I interviewed two of the actors involved in, in that one. But but anyway, that this wasn't as good as that. But I would give it two point seven five. Okay. What about you? Uh, I will give. Oh, are we going decimals? We're going deep right now. Okay. You can do. I, you can. I would. <laughs> I would do two point five. I'm a little. Okay. A little below you. <laughs> that's below fine. You. Yeah, that's totally fair. All right, so let's talk about 
uh, we decided because we felt kind of bad because we didn't want to just be ragged on two movies uh, for the podcast. So we yes. decided to talk about one that we really liked and we decided to talk about Last Holiday. It happened to be airing. Oh. And and so this is one that we really love. And I don't think it gets enough love, this movie. It was so charming. I want to watch it again and I just watched it. I think this is one of the movies that you can always watch over and over again. And it's just, you'll, you'll always end it with a, a smile on your face. Yeah. And, you know, in t- watching it in 2020, this was made in 2006. I think it has a lot more resonance now than it, mm. than it did in 2006. I mean, that you have a black woman who, is, how she is treated in this hoity-toity hotel with these congressmen and senators and other rich people mm-hmm. and and the way that she's treated in the workplace and uh I, there was a lot there that was really really interesting and uh, i think the movie has a lot more to say than is giving credit for mm. i really do and plus it has so much to say about living your life to its fullest and oh, so if you're not going to go political on it it still has something to say absolutely i thought the characters were fantastic well the actors i mean right when I, thought, I was like oh my goodness you know they were in so many different things so i thought the the actors were just fantastic just a really wide range of different queen people. latifah so good and i i kind of watching this i'm like why did we not get like a whole series of Queen Latifah L. Cool J rom-coms. Oh, like I feel yes. like they were robbed. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I didn't even know they were in a movie together. Until right. That. L. Cool J was a little bit more in the movie. I felt like his his presence was really minimal. Yeah. So that would have been but They nice. had such chemistry together. And I'm thinking mm-hmm. that would have, we really missed out. Like every, you know, like every two years getting a, they could have been, they should have been the next uh meg ryan tom hanks like, oh i i really mm-hmm. think we missed out because they were so the 2000s yeah i can see that yeah they were so good together and had such chemistry together and i just really loved queen latifah's character georgia that uh, that you could relate to her so much her uh her book of possibilities and oh, so her dreaming of of uh, going to this hotel of cooking and the fact that she would make these elaborate dishes, feed them to the neighbor kid and eat the lean cuisine mm. was just a really, a, it's a character you were immediately drawn to. And that that's, just, it's kind of similar to uh, while you were sleeping in the sense that Sandra Bullock's character in that movie, you she's so lonely that you just feel empathy for immediately mm-hmm. <laughs> you know she's got the pass the passport without any stamps you know you just oh. want oh! oh my gosh oh that breaks my heart yeah and and so and she evidently I, they just never really talked about uh her, f- her family much or mm-hmm. uh i guess there was that one phone call with her sister mm. uh that her sister doesn't even time to hear that she's her that she's gonna die, um, and also that was one. It was very interesting to think about healthcare in 2006, where she's trying to get the HMO oh, yeah. to cover her 
yeah. uh, her surgery, which, uh, I mean, obviously that's something that people still are dealing with, but it's been so far removed from my life for so long mm-hmm. because I've been self-employed for so long. I haven't had to deal with an HMO. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was really <laughs> sad to see. Yeah. Very real. Yeah. It was very real. Yeah. Very real. Yeah. And so her boss is just the worst and she has an epic quit way after she gets diagnosed. And I loved that. I, I love an epic quit. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> movie. I mean, she does it. Yeah. But she does it well. She's like, yes. and see what I'm going to do now. Just breaking his phone. And, <laughs> but it was a way that it felt natural because she was still holding back even then. And, uh, he was such a jerk. I hated oh, yeah. him so much. Yeah, he, he was in another show. I was trying to remember what show he was in, where he also played a really like jerky character, like yeah. a character. So, um, yeah, he's got that, that down. He does. Yeah, he really does. Um, and so she decides to, to she's going to blow all her money. She only has three weeks to live, and she even cashes in her four hundred one k, and uh, which is is. Yeah, that's it's hard because your your 401k you're gonna lose like if you cash it in early you you lose like oh, yeah. Penalty 60% and... of it like, oh, huge yeah. amount so that's like oh hurts my heart a little bit but it's the point of the movie is that she's gonna live and and uh, so she goes to this hotel hotel poop <laughs> oh yeah it was a beautiful beautiful hotel oh and yeah, I think yeah that's where one of the James Bond movies. Uh-huh. was filmed oh my gosh i want to I go believe there. it yeah and she just she says you know my time is precious now i'm gonna stay in the presidential i'm going to uh live it up and i i i know even i don't, i i have a hard time like i'm sure i have many 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 indulgences that other people are like why are you spending your money on that but there are just certain things that I'm just like, if I can stay in, if I can stay in in a 100, uh, or th- if I can stay in a $150 a night hotel, I'd rather, you know, then is the, is the luxury that much better for like a, a 2000? Yes, You're still yes, asleep. It is. You know I mean? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Like, oh, that's all so much money. But- it is a lot of money. Yes. <laughs> I have very limited. I mean, I love hotels. I love staying in hotels, but I have never stayed in like a, quite a fancy hotel like that. Right. But that's uh, that. I don't know. I've never had anything like that. The I'm the kind of person that would stay in the 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 uh, the uh, the discounted hotels in Disney oh, World, not the fancy ones. <laughs> oh, I, if I if I had the option and I could, I, but, I, 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 I do. I do agree about first first class though on the plane. Oh my gosh! But once you yeah. do first class, it's so hard to go back. <laughs> yeah, good for her. Yeah, that was oh, that was a tight tight seat she was in. Yeah. Well, I always try to get first class because I need I'm a bigger person, so I need more room. Mm-hmm. So I always try to get an upgrade or save my miles so that I can get an upgrade because it's so much more comfortable. Especially if you're flying, if you were flying international like that. Oh yes. 
I, I don't know if they're going to have a full turkey like they had in this one. Yeah, I thought that was so funny. She was in first yeah. class. And all of a sudden, they're like wheeling her this like full turkey <laughs> on like a little Dude, buffet table. Really like, <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah. And was- yeah. And then she takes a helicopter to the hotel and everybody immediately, who is this person? Who is this person? And there, I think there was something to the, that, uh, that they, not only was she a new person in that world and that level of person, but also the fact that she's a black woman was very, the script didn't pretend that that wasn't a thing. Right. That, and even the, there was a point where the, uh, the Senator character uh, played by Jean Carlo Esposito, he says, I don't know all the black people. <laughs> oh, Wow. To, to the uh, Timothy Hutton, to the Cragen guy, and uh, he's like, I don't know everybody, and uh, so I think I think that that was interesting to me, mm-hmm. and uh, that you have this new person, and uh, so she goes to eat at the restaurant. That's why she wanted to go there. It was mm-hmm. Chef Didier, played by. Uh, Played by Gerard Depardieu, and oh, I actually have the, lovely. I have the menu that she eats. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, oh. it's it's a. So we'll have to hear your thoughts. It's a. Oh, you know, lobster- I do remember this. Yes, because I was I was ooing and eyeing when, <laughs> when they it's said a, the Yeah, it's a lobster salad in potato leek ness. Okay. A duck hash on toasted baguette. Oh, okay. A, Spiced lamb shank with Ugh. blood orange relish. Oh, that sounds so a good. <laughs> roasted quail <laughs> with brioche and chorizo stuffing. Ooh, that sounds good too. <laughs> Risotto barolo with roasted vegetables. Oh, bananas foster and a poulet to tulis or something like that. I don't know. I think that's actually what she made for that last one. I think is actually what she made for the for the boy at the beginning but all of these meals i guess were actually made by food network food network was very involved in this movie and uh, so they're actually made by food network network chefs and departments and they were involved and there was like a whole promotional campaign on food network involved with the with the film and uh, yeah yeah i was reading that um so it so they have the lobster dish, duck hash, spice lamb shakes, roasted quail, oh and then the risotto. Uh, which one of those would you most want to to have? Ooh, you know, I would do what she was. What she didn't order all three, but I mean, oh, if I had order a preference, I mean, I cannot get over a really good braised lamb shank. I mean, if that's done well, it just melts in your mouth. Yeah, and with the blood orange, like what was it like a salsa or something yeah, kind of like sharpness and the tartness will cut through that fattiness of the lamb. So that sounds fantastic. And then the quail with it, what was it like a sausage and bread stuffing? Yeah. The only thing about quail is that it's so, it's such dark meat. It's so gamey. Mm, and they're very small. And um, I love that though. But I, I, did, love, uh, I did just get introduced to the world of Cornish game hens. Ooh, Yes. <laughs> they're delicious like little baby chickens they're so good and they're so and, delicious and i always thought ooh, hoity-toity very fancy no. expensive actually not very cheap 
Yeah, and, and fantastic for like a single serving. So yeah, for, I was making. Yeah. I was making Thanksgiving for my friend, me and my friend, and I'm looking through and I'm like, they're <laughs> looking at it on Walmart where I get my orders, my groceries delivered. I'm looking at it. It's like $25, you know, $15, all these, it was like, oh, that's so expensive for one meal. And, uh, and then I see Cornish game hens, two of them, $7. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. And they were delicious. Oh, so, that sounds so good. So, yeah, um, I would definitely like you order the lamb shanks with the blood orange relish. Ooh, uh, yeah. That just sounds the, the, the yummiest to me. Not the biggest duck fan. Uh, yeah, I, have, I have had it done well. Yes. But uh, the lobster sounds yummy, too. But my, my problem with fancy food like this mm-hmm. is that they almost never have enough sauce. <laughs> it's oh, like they okay. get out that like water and they're like dip 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 yeah. and i'm like no i need like a whole <laughs> thing of yeah. sauce yeah you have it on the side because i so it ends up i don't know and and the servings are usually so small uh but uh the uh i think we talked about the one time the last time you were here the one time i've been to a really a really fancy dinner uh in my life um and uh, and it was delicious, but yeah, it's just more of a tasting. Oh yeah, I've been there too, too. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, that's my main problem with fancy food that I've had. It's like I I need more sauce. Yeah. <laughs> I can uh, um, one fun thing in this movie for Hallmark fans is that one of the queens of Hallmark, Alicia Witt, is in this film. She plays the girlfriend of the mistress or whatever of uh of this Cragen guy who is the head of the the company that owns the department store that Georgia works at and I think she does a good job with the oh, role. She's so cute. What else have I seen her in? I I'm trying to She remember. was also in Two Weeks Notice if you've oh, seen that. Okay, maybe, yeah. And she's done a bunch of Hallmark movies. Uh every, yeah, every year for Christmas she does and hers are usually with some of the better ones uh and she's uh, she's actually in a movie this year called modern persuasion that just came out this last week which is a new version of persuasion jane austen's persuasion that i really enjoyed and so i i we had her on the podcast and she's a delight she's so nice and so yeah uh that was fun to see her mm-hmm. and uh, some of the the back and forth, back and forth with all of the people, uh, the, the 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 congressman and Craigan and all that gets a little tired. I'm kind of like, let's move it along. Mm-hmm. But I still overall really, really enjoyed it. And you get to see her uh, going snowboarding and going cliff jumping. And of course, uh, Craigan wimps out won't do it and uh, there's a whole sequence where she is gambling and she wins oh, big <laughs> like three times Reagan. yeah i hopefully she kind of made back uh, some of at least what she's been spending that's i think yeah i think she won what thirty thousand dollars or something crazy yeah. <laughs> or three hundred thousand it was something like that uh and then smoky robinson performs and she gets to see him 
And uh, then I liked the whole scene with her and the senator. And uh, she basically says, like, you disappointed all of the people mm. when you didn't show up for the the church mm-hmm. for your uh, speech. And and he says, well, why don't you, will you tell them, send them my regards or something? He's like, she's like, no, I'm not telling anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm Good living my her. life. Yeah. Good I liked her. that. I liked that. And I also liked the Dede, Dede says, he says, the first time I saw you, I was so happy to see your appetite for food and life. Oh, I know. Oh, that was so genuine. Oh, I also so liked the, uh, I forget her name, but the, uh, the valet lady I don't, who snoops uh, their stuff. Oh, yeah. Was she in, um, what else was she in? Oh, was it Gunther? No. Yes. Oh, maybe. I think but I, I liked, she's, she's just like, why are, why are you here? Why are you spending your last days with these people, these horrible people? And I'm like, yeah. yeah, that's got a point. <laughs> why would you want to spend if you're, I mean, I get the, uh, the living life and, but you would want to be with people that you loved. Yeah, absolutely. If you were really, if you were, if you really were going and so then you also have L. Cool J's Sean, his name, that he is taking a plane and uh, he's nervous about traveling. He kisses the ground when he gets off oh, the plane. I know. That, was, that was cute and a little gross, but yeah. Really <laughs> and then and then there's an avalanche and he's like, nothing's going to stop me from getting to Georgia. <laughs> so he walks the horse of the way. Hikes the west of the yeah, way. he like walks up the mountain. Yeah, and it was like, very. Like, I hate snow. I hate snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very good. It was cute. And she says, "If I had to do it again, I'd laugh more, love more, oh. and see the world." Oh. And I, I feel like in 2020, that we've all felt that, right? We've all oh, felt oh like God, you're telling me yeah. when, yeah, when we have chance to do it all again which we will of course mm-hmm. we're gonna do it differently we're gonna absolutely and 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 granted when it actually comes will we actually do it differently i, I hope so I yeah we'll see but i mean yeah we've all had that thought that i'm gonna i'm gonna visit family more i'm gonna travel more i'm going to uh you know those things that you kind of put on the burner then all of a sudden you can't do them anymore Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, oh, I'm going to take the advantage when I have the chance. Mm-hmm. I thought the whole movie was more resonant in 2020 than it it would have been otherwise. I agree. At the very end, do you remember the very end? They like closed the book and, and it crossed off Book of Possibilities yeah. and they did Book of Realities. Oh, yeah, it was so me. cute. <laughs> got to me. I'm like, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. And yeah, I love that movie. You even have Alicia Witt. She says, uh, her, she says, I'm going to go to school so oh, that I can yeah. become educated so that when your wife leaves you, and I can help her to take all your money. That's right. <laughs> like, good that's for you, good. Yeah. That's right. That's very good. good. Uh, and yeah, and then you have Craig in on the ledge. He's going to jump or whatever. Oh, at yeah. the, uh, 
hotel and there ends up like four people on there which was hilarious yeah i got nervous because there's a part where queen latifah was going back in like into the hotel like in the window from the ledge and she looks up she's like thank you or whatever you know thank you god and i'm like oh my gosh if she falls right now i'm gonna lose it like you cannot fall yeah uh yeah the the only thing so when he exposes her that she's just a another uh a woman who works in his department store i kind of because he says i thought this whole time you made us believe you were someone Mm. and i kind of wish that she had said i am someone i think i liked what she said but i i felt like i kind of wish she had said something like you're the nobody i i'm i'm the someone you're the mm-hmm. one that no one will remember. Kind of similar to uh, in You've Got Mail when Kathleen Kelly tells Joe, you're nothing but a suit. And mm-hmm. I kind of wish that there had that there had been something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, I don't know. I felt like I was like, oh, that's so mean mm-hmm. that's of cold. him. That is yeah. so horrible for him to that's say. Cold. Especially when it's someone from your own store that's the reason why you've been able to live this lush lifestyle. It it was so awful. He had had a lot of chips on his shoulder. He just wasn't happy with anything. So no no one can change that. No. And uh, so then uh, we find out that El Cool J, Sean has quit his job and uh that she wants to uh open a restaurant that she wants to get married that she wants to have kids and he is he's also quit his job so the the ending is her the opening of her restaurant george's joint and emerald comes to her restaurant oh, and I, it's know, so fun. I love that oh i love that it's part. really cute really fun and and eloquently says i want to be with you whether it be five minutes on this ledge or 50 years oh so sweet really good so yeah i really like this movie a lot i think it's really good i thought it was even better i'd always said that i felt like it was underrated but i feel like now with so many sort of layers to it as far as thinking things about class things about race things about life uh and you know 2020 and living your dreams and and all the romance and and everything else i think it's really good uh i'm gonna give it 4.75 stars oh okay Uh, yeah i'm gonna give it really high uh as far as within kind of my rubric of covering these these films (laughs) i'm not comparing it to like oscar winners or whatever but within the (laughs) this podcast <laughs> it's definitely very high yeah i i would do a 4.5 i mean a little yeah. room for improvement but i just absolutely adored that movie yeah. it was really fun i'm glad yeah, you suggested it yeah. it worked out good well thank you so much for coming on and talking about these three films this was a lot of fun oh, and uh, let us know if you're listening what you think of all three of these and uh and samantha where can people follow you get your content and everything else sure on my website littleferrerokitchen.com for a bunch of recipes and instagram i'm always on instagram at ferraro kitchen i'm always cooking up a storm so you can see me on there as well great 
Reads. We'll have links to all that in the description, so make sure you check it out. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check that out. And then also uh, you can make sure you're following us at the Hallmarkies Podcast, all over social media, Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast. And uh, if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. That really helps us out a lot. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. And uh, we also have our patron group, which is so important to us. And so if you're you're thinking about, if you haven't decided to uh, support the Patreon, we have lots of fun stuff planned for the next year. So make sure to check that out. And then we also have our merch store, which has tons of fun designs. So please take a look over there. So thanks again, Samantha. This was great. And we'll talk to you all later. Merry Christmas. Yay. Happy holidays. Bye.